Welcome to this week's episode of Mr. Schindler's Neighborhood Podcast. This week's episode will include a review of the short week, a look ahead to next week, uh, the best thing that I saw this week, a nice message, an interview with my very own student, Coleman Beaver, and then our new, I shouldn't say new, because now it's our third week, our weekly segment with Vikings Vent. All right, this past week, this last, you know, short week in math, we started on Monday reviewing the algebraic expressions from last Friday. Uh, just looked over the notes, uh, got a little homework assignment, just working on the, you know, plugging these values in for these uh, variables and just solving that. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, we focused on writing algebraic expressions. So I gave them this table of the four operations in these key terms, key phrases that tell you what operation you know to use or to write down when writing these expressions. Um, you know, for example, uh, you see x plus seven. You know, we're gonna take that algebraic expression. We're gonna write it as a phrase: a number x increased by seven, and then vice versa. I might give you a number y. Uh, subtracted, or not subtracted, I guess you could say, um, how about this, the difference of a number y and 7, which would be y minus 7. So that's what we did on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, that ended our week. Uh, I will, I'm given a little homework assignment over MEA break, uh, and we're going to play initials too. So uh, looking ahead to next week. So remember, we know school Thursday and Friday this week. Uh, next week, when we come back from break, uh, we're going to dive into properties. So uh, the different properties of addition and multiplication and then the distributive property. So these next couple sections I'm going to take rather slow just because they are a little more tricky, maybe a little more difficult. So spend more time on them to make sure we do grasp exactly uh, what's going on. So next week it'll be a combination of, like I said, the properties of addition and multiplication and then the distributive property. And next week, too, I think we are planning. It's not officially confirmed, but I'm sure they'll be doing some sort of Halloween activity on Friday um, since that Halloween would be that Sunday. So month, Friday the 29th, and I think it's CPT, um, we'll be doing uh, something that afternoon for Halloween. So something to plan for. More information uh, will be coming out next week. So enjoy uh, the next couple days off here for MEA. Best thing I saw this week was uh, today. It's our school. It's Unity Day. And seeing all the orange and um, taking the, the, the school-wide picture. And it just sends a great message, you know. And I talked about it with not my class, but Mrs. Nelson's class because something came up. And, you know, you don't got to get along with everybody, but... You know, today especially, it is Unity Day. It's us. It's a chance to come together, you know, be kind and, you know, just just spread that kindness because you never know what one little thing that you do for somebody, the nice little thing that you say, just how that impacts them, right? How, how big of an impact it makes it. That could make their day, their week, you know, their month or maybe even their year and change the, you know, course of their life. Little things like that, right, add up and make the big difference. So, like I said, the best thing that I saw was just all the orange today, uh, just the message that Unity Day um, 
spreads. My message this week is first a question. If you're going to fight real hard to get success, why wouldn't you fight even harder to keep it? Reaching success is great, but what makes the difference is managing your success. And I think we all, you know, fall for this. We work really hard to do something. We work really hard to get something. But then once we get it, what do you do next? I've done this, right? I, uh, you know, a goal, right? I worked really hard to get this goal and that's great. I do that goal. I get there and it's sustained for a little bit of time. But then eventually, you know, I sort of get lazy and relax. But that's when you got to work harder. That's when you got to put in even more time, even more effort. Because as it says, reaching success is great. But managing that success is the difference and is what, what separates, you know, the good from the great and the great from the elite. Right, Mr. Schindler here with my student guest this week, who is Coleman Beaver, who comes from my homeroom. Uh, Coleman, I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions. You answer. We have fun. Um, we pick some football games at the end. Sound good? Okay. Okay, first thing I want to ask. Uh, if you could have a song play every time you entered a room, like, just think about it. Anytime you open a door, boom, this song starts playing. Sort of like your entrance song, essentially. What would it be? Um, Beautiful, Crazy by Luke Combs. Yeah, Beautiful, Crazy. I know that song. That's a very... Have you seen him in concert? Um, no. No, he was just, I think, in Grand Forks not that long ago. Yeah. Cool. Good choice. Okay, do you have a favorite quote? Um... And you may not. This is a tough question. I would say sixth graders don't often have like a quote that they just say. I have my quote that's out in the hallway, but... You can't remember it. Yeah. Okay. How about this one? I ask it all the time. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Why? Um, I mean, if a hot dog was a sandwich, the, the bread would have to be split into two pieces. Yep. So then we ask this question. Well, what if the bun your hot dog's in splits and breaks? Still not? Well, you're nodding your head yes, so maybe. Yeah. Okay. How about this? Is cereal, or excuse me, is soup cereal? Or is cereal soup, I guess is how I should word that. Is cereal soup, sorry. No. No. Okay, that one normally getting no. Okay. How about this? What has been your favorite uh, part about sixth grade so far? Uh, maybe when we go out to recess, then mm. we can actually play with the other classes since we didn't get to last year. Yeah, that's a little thing that, like, people don't realize that happened, right? So you were just, like, sort of isolated with one group all last year. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's fun to see you guys uh, interact. Okay. Favorite tractor? I would have to say my own, but if I had to pick a different type of tractor, it would have to be John Deere. John Deere. Okay. All right, so how about this one? Favorite, and you guys don't know this, people, but Coleman is a huge uh, the Halloween movie series fan, right? She likes scary movies. So I don't know how many Halloween movies there are with actual, you know, Michael Myers himself. Which one is your favorite? Um, I think 
could possibly be the first one just because that was the original. There was a lot of jump scares in that one. Tell me if this is right. In the original Halloween movie, there's like no blood at all. If you think about it, I, I, I yeah. saw some of this. It's just more like to scare people. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's But see, that, that put a lot of fear into people. I mean, obviously it wasn't around, but just hearing about it and seeing it. So, okay. Favorite scary movie. And I'm not just talking the Halloween because I've learned that you like the scary, you know, I guess horror movie in a sense stuff. Or maybe not even horror, just scary. Which one would it be? Um, well, Halloween's been my favorite scary movies mm-hmm. to watch but there's also um friday the 13th you're into that <laughs> i've That's just crazy. started watching yeah, that with jason yeah. see that blows my mind that you would like like these types of movies i mean that's good i think when i was your age i would have been too scared <laughs> yeah. but that's cool that you do that okay which this might be a bad question to ask you i don't know which beaver tractor is the best you're all named after a tractor, correct? <laughs> yeah. Now, out of all those tractors, which one is the best tractor? Because does it go, like people say, they save the best for last, which would be you. I don't know. I'm just curious. I don't think I can pick one. I... <laughs> okay, so what do we know about the Coleman tractor? What do we know about that? Um... What's special about a Coleman tractor? Because I know nothing. I'm just throwing it out there about tractors. Nothing um, special. Okay, why 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 did the, your mom and dad choose Coleman? What 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 was it? Well, the name that my dad was gonna call me was Lawson, which is a um, a gas engine mm. kind of. Okay. But then he did Coleman. I don't really know the reason why, but I guess if the other ones were named after tractors, he would just have to... Continue with that? Yeah. Okay. How about this? There is a broken tractor in your yard. Which beaver would be the one to be able to fix it the fastest? Uh, my dad. Okay, excluding (laughs) your dad. Oh. Out of the um, kids. My brother. Dane? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about you? Do you think you could fix a tractor, depending on how... Severe the problem is? Maybe. See, this is alarming to me is that I'm 32 and you're how old? 12 uh, now? 12. Yeah. And if a tractor broke down, I, I would have no clue whatsoever. <laughs> couldn't fix it. I, I don't even think I could start a tractor. I, no, I couldn't. And you know more. You can drive. Like you could, that, that is a good trait to have. Uh, I'm not blessed with uh, you know that type of stuff. So you are, which is great. So um, now what we'll do, we'll pick some football games. Okay. You come from a football family. Yes. I mean, Dane, being a player, you traveled to all those games when you were younger. Dane being a coach. Mom's a big football fan, I think, too. So your sister's the mascot. Like, we can go on and on with this. Uh, last week, so I, I have eight games every week. So far, through all, I've picked 38 games this year. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting at 19 and 19. So I'm 500. I, I, 19 right, 19 wrong. So I need to get a pen okay. here. But... Anyway, Coleman, so the way it works, I'm going to give you four college games, four pro games. You tell me who you think is going to win. Okay. So first one we have is USC at Notre Dame. That's Southern California at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's ranked 13th. Who do you think? Um, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. 
Yeah, USC sort of a mess. They fired the coach recently. Um, Notre Dame's ranked, obviously. I do think Notre Dame wins that game. I agree with you. Okay, this one. Interesting game. Number 22, San Diego State Aztecs. You probably have no idea who that is. Playing at Air Force, so Air Force Academy. San Diego State's undefeated and ranked 22nd. Who do you think is going to win? San Diego. You're going San Diego State? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take Air Force. They run the triple option. Um, I think Air Force just beat Boise State, too. So uh, I'm going to go with Air Force, but you're going to take San Diego State. Okay, big one. This is where college game day is going this week. Okay. Number 10, Oregon at UCLA. Fun fact, UCLA's head coach is Chip Kelly, who is the former head coach at Oregon, so sort of some connections there. But UCLA. You're going upset UCLA? I love the pick, but I don't necessarily really love it because I do think Oregon just would be too much. But you're going to take UCLA, and I'm going to take Oregon. I like the Ducks. Okay, interesting one here. Clemson at Pittsburgh, okay? Normally you think Clemson, you think... Awesome football team. They've been in the playoff how many years in a row? Yeah, they're struggling this year. Pittsburgh's not. Pittsburgh's ranked. So who do you think, Clemson or Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. You're going, you're riding the hot hand. Yeah. I disagree. I do think somehow, someway, Clemson's going to ride the ship right here, okay? So very quick, we've got four NFL games left. Bengals at Ravens. Who are you taking? Ravens are 5-1, and one, Bengals are 4-2. and two. Bengals. Bengals? Good pick, but a, not a great pick. I'm going Ravens. <laughs> Okay, how about Chiefs at Titans? Titans are coming off a huge win against the Bills. Chiefs are 3-3, three and three, need to get a big win. Who are you taking? Chiefs. Chiefs? Patrick Mahomes, I agree. Let's go. Okay, how about Colts at 49ers? And here's what I love about this game. Colts, quarterback, Carson Wentz. NDSU guy. Bucks, get, no, 49ers quarterback, Trey Lance. NDSU. You have a NDSU quarterback versus an NDSU quarterback. Pretty cool stuff. This doesn't happen often in the NFL. Two, both of them are top three draft picks. So it's really big for North Dakota State University. So who do you think is going to win? Carson Wentz or Trey Lance? Colts, 49ers. Colts, you're taking Carson Wentz? <laughs> you know, he's looked really good, actually. Uh, his numbers are on pace with the numbers he had the year he got hurt and was the MVP favorite. But it's at San Francisco. I'm going 49ers and Trey Lance. I, I, I just I like that right now. I do, I do think it's going to be a good game. Would I be mad if the Colts won? No, not at all. Because no matter what, then an NDSU quarterback's winning. Yep. And by the way, sorry about all the racket, racket that just came <laughs> into the room. Coleman and I are doing this over lunch, and kids are just getting ready to go outside. So last one, Coleman, Bears at Buccaneers. Bears are 3-3. Three and three. You know, They're a Vikings rival. At Tom Brady and the Bucks, who are you taking? Bucks. Bucks, I agree. So really, this is crazy. Not crazy, I guess, but you and I disagreed on five games, agreed on three. So we'll see who uh, wins. But yes. thank you for coming on, Coleman. Yep. All right. Enjoy your uh, scary movies. Yay. Time for this week's uh, edition of Vikings Vent with, you know, the same crew of Jake, Isaac, and Tate. Um, big win Sunday. And uh, Jake, I'll start with you to let us... Talk about it. I mean, our defense played great again the first half. I feel like whenever it's within two minutes of each half, our defense just lets them get as much yards as they want. Bruder in injury for us from, for Patrick Peterson. I thought our offense played great. Kirk Cousins was awesome. I thought we did great running the ball. But mm -hmm. that first drive, or second drive when Trouble Hubbard scored, 
it looked like Harrison Smith just let him walk into the end zone. Like, mm. our defense just moved out of the way. Right. You're talking after the uh, um, block punt, right? No, no, the no. interception. Yeah. Yeah. The drive after that. No, then, fumble. Fumble from yeah, Jefferson. The Jefferson Sorry. fumble. Jefferson fumble. I thought, uh, or we sh- if if they didn't block that punt, we should have. There should have been no overtime. Right. You know, a couple things with what you said, Patrick Peterson. I don't know if you guys know this. He's an IR. You were just games. in lunch. They're ex- expecting he'll be back for the Green Bay game, which is November 21st. Oof. So that's about five weeks, roughly. And okay. we got some fast wide receivers coming up. Right. So that'll hurt. Uh, Michael Pierce, though, will be back, they're thinking, after the bye. So he'll be back for the Dallas game. So that's good because Zeke's going to want to eat. So, um, And then you made a comment. About, you really look at how Carolina scored. Okay, Block punt. Fumble by Jefferson gives him, what, 15, 20 yards to go? Short field. Other than that, you know, up until the end. Then how many fourth downs did they convert on that? Yeah, I think, you know, is there something that, I don't know what it is, but you're right, the Vikings defense in the last, it's not that they're playing too conservative. I don't know what it is. They're just trying to do too much on those um, two-minute drives. Do their job, right? Do their job. And Eric Kendricks admitted on that fourth down from the five-yard line that they converted uh, he was basically too close to the line of scrimmage, which yeah, allowed that tight end to get behind him. So, I mean, that. you know, little things like that. But did you know they lead the league in sacks? Yeah. They already... Yep, they're tied for well, first. 20? Yeah. They already have more sacks than they did all of us. Oh, yeah, I know. That's crazy. I know. That's crazy. It's right. Okay, Isaac, what do you think? <clears throat> I didn't watch much of the game, but... What? You can't be... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I watched most of the end, so... um. Our our overtime drive was really really good, but we played terrible, and I mean terrible on defense at the end of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. If we could have just stopped them on that one fourth and ten or whatever it was, yep. we we could have won the game, which would have been way easier than just having to go into overtime, which we did win still. Mm-hmm. But our defense didn't play good. Kirk Cousins got me some good fantasy points though. <laughs> yeah, the Vikings, Isaac. What they have to learn to do is. They've put themselves in good positions against Detroit, now Carolina. Where they're ahead, right? They just got to seal the deal. They got to finish the game. And as a coach, we we always talk about like you know what happens. It's sort of when you take a deep breath and relax. That's when that comeback happens. And I don't know what it is, but they got to learn to you know they got their foot on the gas pedal. Let's put it to the floor, right? So Jake, you want to add something to that? And if Greg Joseph can make a field goal at other team stadiums, we might have won the game. Because yeah. that's two times now that away stadiums he's missed a field goal. Mm-hmm. The yeah. wind, he was kicking out this side of the field, and the wind was pushing He also missed in the Car- Arizona yeah. where there's yeah. in the dome. There, there's uh, there's something going on with the NFL and its kickers because it's sort of a it's all over the place. It's not yeah. just uh, Greg Joseph. Tate? Oh, I thought we played amazing, but other <laughs> other than that last drive we gave up at the end, we played our defense played better than de- their defense by far. And their defense was supposed to be super good coming into this game. Their rush defense was ranked seventh. Their pass defense was ranked first. And we put up 571 yards on them. Uh, Cousins played awesome. And with with a good running back, that's that's when the offense does does its best. So. And um, just for the listeners, I'm going to interrupt you. Tate is not reading those numbers or stats off anything. That's him doing his homework and coming here and just rambling off. But, of course, that's what he says all day in class. So it's... He's practiced it before. Um, Eric Kendricks almost had another interception. Um, that would have been nice, but yeah, he got both hands. I mean, come on, he gets one hand on it against Detroit and catches it, but if he gets two hands on it, he can't catch it against Carolina. And I don't know. 
if we wouldn't have gave up that punt and if we wouldn't have gave up that turnover, we would have won by like three touchdowns because they wouldn't have even really tried at the end yeah. if it wasn't for that. And they wouldn't have really had any momentum, so we probably would have just ended up stopping them because it wouldn't have mattered. Mm-hmm. I'm a little upset with all three of you that none of you failed – or you've all failed to mention Christian Derrissaw. Oh, yeah. And his first start. And I know we, we know he only gave up one pressure. That yeah, was he also it, almost so. gave up the pressure that lost the game. I know. But still, he played pretty well. And anybody, even like people that aren't Vikings people on Twitter that I follow, like NFL people, raved about what he did. Um, I think another thing too is KJ Osborne. I think he's uh, oh yeah, he, he's mm-hmm. he's the real deal too. So. so he did a bad dance at the end. Yeah. Justin he, Jefferson had a really yeah. down game. We have great wide <laughs> Justin Jefferson's best route is when he just runs straight and turns in, and Kirk Cousins always gets him on that. And the in route. Yeah. No, it's or like a he, curl route, like where he just runs out like. 30 yards, and Cousin just throws it up. Oh. And he Carol- always gets it right here. Carol- oh, you're talking the fade oh, yeah, route. Yeah. Fade route, yeah. Carolina was supposed to be the number one play-action pass defense. Yeah, who told you that? <laughs> I wonder who. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What a good play-action defense. What a good play-action defense. Yeah, but play-action works when you can run the ball. And what was the Vikings were able to run the ball? Because yeah, the play-action's job is to get the linebackers to come in. And How about this play work. no one's talked about? C.J. Ham's 19-yard run or whatever the heck it was. 30-yard run. 29 yards, maybe. 30. Maybe. It, it, ended, it ended in nine. I just thought it was 19. That juke he put on that safety? A guy yeah. that big and not he's just, not supposed to I, cut I like that. You, a, full, a fullback can have the same moves as a running back. I think, I think it shows you that the NSIC, hey, Division II football is the real deal. My brother tackled C.J. Yep. That was Delvin Michael Cook. He would have been gone. <laughs> Yeah, but they wouldn't have. They would have had a different defense I've also out met there. Before. Have you? Okay, so very quickly, we'll end this. <coughs> they got to buy this week, so we're not worried about this week. It's we're worried about getting healthy. But now it's Dallas. One thing I'm throwing out there: Dak's in a boot right now. Dak hurt his calf. His status is uncertain for the Vikings game. Okay, they're also in a bye week. Uh, it is Halloween night. Strange things can happen on Halloween. I'm sure. If Dak doesn't play and we lose that game. So, uh, we'll continue with this next week, but they got a week off and then they got to get ready for Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys. Let's go. And with that, my watch is ended.